Every successful individual knows that his or her achievement depends on a community of persons working together. Paul Ryan. Hey, hustlers. Welcome to the Hustle Show audio experience. Real, no-filter conversations with successful entrepreneurs where we go over the harsh truth nobody told you about being an entrepreneur. And now, your host, Christian Ariola. Hey, hustlers. Welcome to episode number 34 of The Hustle Show. My name is Christian. I'm going to be your host today. Super excited and thankful to have you here. Thank you so much for tuning in. And before we begin, I just want to take a few seconds to thank our sponsors who make this possible. This episode is brought to you by YouTube Hustlers, my new mastery course to rank your YouTube videos to the top. Get early access to my beta program at thehustleshow.co slash YouTube Hustlers. And Audible, get a free audiobook download by visiting thehustleshow.co slash audiobooks. Thanks again for joining me today on episode number 34, where we are going to have an amazing guest, Arnie Giski. Arnie is an amazing soul who has been able to learn how to take something that everyone was struggling with and be able to turn it into a movement where people put value over profit first. He's also the host of the Millennial Entrepreneur Podcast and the founder of the Millennial Entrepreneur Community on Facebook with over 30,000 members. It's a truly inspiring story, so I hope you join me all the way through the end because at the end, he does share amazing tips and tricks for you to grow your own community. And remember that all the show notes for this episode will be available at thehustleshow.co along with the video version of this episode as well. And before we jump into the call with Arnie, I would love for you to subscribe to the show right now, whether you're watching this on our YouTube channel or you're listening to our audio experience podcast. It will mean the world to me if you subscribe to it right now, okay? So without further ado, let's jump in the call with Arnie. All right, Hustlers, so on today's episode, we have Arnie. Welcome, Arnie. Thanks so much. Happy to be here. Yes, I'm very thrilled to have you here, man. I know you're doing a lot of amazing stuff Mm -hmm. out there. Um, You know, I've been following for quite some time now. And, you know, I actually found you because of your podcast. But nice. you know, I, I discovered you and then I started following you and then I started seeing all the things that you're doing. I mean, <laughs> you're, you're now the, the digital nomad traveling the world while taking care of your online business. Um, you know, you're doing some speaking gigs, you have your digital agency, and then you're, one of the latest projects that I've seen is, is uh, you know, you're, you're now guiding people on how to create massive communities like your massive community that you have. I mean, 30,000 yeah. <laughs> 30, people in a Facebook group. So I'm eager to hear, how did all this start? What's your story? How did you get involved into, into online business? Definitely. Um, yeah, great question. Because some people see, you know, what I'm up to now with the, with the traveling, with the group and the online presence and, and all these things kind of in motion. Um, but it's really important to realize that I started my online business less than two years ago. And, and I had always seen the possibilities to make it real and make it happen and, and do it big and really make a big impact with my work and my message. So um, the first step was really self-education. I knew I wanted to get into online business, but I didn't know where to start. Um, so I pretty much just, just hopped on to, you know, entrepreneur.com, Business Insider, all the blogs and podcasts and, and you know, free eBooks and webinars I could find and, and soak up and really just wrap my head around the whole um, online business and digital marketing space. So as I, as I 
did that, I just kept leveling up a little bit at a time, started taking action. I figured out how to, um, you know, create a blog, create a website, um, start doing email marketing, create a podcast, like all these little different, different things where it was like self-directed learning. And I just kept adding to my, um, digital toolkit, you know, all these weird little skills that I picked up have served me in a million ways, um, since I got started. So my, my like self education in, in online business started probably two and a half years ago, but I was really kind of entrepreneur mode, um, on the sidelines for way too long. And, um, then uh, yeah, about a year and a half ago was when I started my agency, November, 2015. Um, yeah, a little, almost two years now where I got my start in helping out a friend of mine who was a developer who was really great at what he did, but he didn't have the, the sales skills. So I came in kind of more with the, the sales background, helping uh, manage some clients and, and get some deals done um, for a commission. So I did that for a while. Um, it took me a while to, to you know get started. It was uh, a whole three months until I got my first sale. And um, that was really, really hugely challenging to have the willpower to keep going um, before any revenue came in. So that, that period sucked, but I learned so much in it. Um, and it, it really, it really completely blew my mind when I finally got the first deal in. So we were having some conversations with somebody about uh, a mobile app they were looking to build. And, and that conversation took about two months to get, you know, some, some, uh, paper signed and, and some invoices paid and it ended up being a $15,000 mobile app project. So having that be my first sale in online business, you know, it wasn't a $7 ebook or, a, you know, $20 affiliate commission. This was a $15,000 project that I got, you know, a decent commission on. Um, it blew my mind. I was like, this is insane. You know, I'm in one quarter of the States. The client is in the, the other corner. Uh, my partner is in the other corner and I was able to put all these pieces together and, and help generate that much value. Um, so it was, it was really cool and it really kind of opened my mind to the, the possibilities of online business. And, um, so that gave me a lot of fuel to, to keep going. That's awesome. That's quite an interesting story. And, and that's absolutely right because most of the courses out there, they're, they're teaching you how to start your online business. And I went through them too. And they most say, you know, write a book and sell it for $7 and you're going to make 50 cents out of every sale. But imagine <laughs> if you sell a thousand books, it's like, wait, 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 what do you mean? <laughs> you know, there's, there's better way. And I'm, I'm so glad that you actually found a better way than the, the $7 ebook that you oh, were yeah. mentioning before. And, and looking back in time now that you, uh, you know, you achieve a lot of things. But did you have any doubts back in the day when you started your agency with your with your buddy? Oh, absolutely. Um, and and I'm just really glad that I've always been really tenacious. And um, I think that's one of the, my strongest characteristics when it comes to business. Because even when I was just starting out in the online business, and I didn't have sales for the first three months, you know, most people would throw in the towel right there. You know, saying, "Oh, this doesn't work. This, you know, this isn't for me." Uh, I'm not going to do this anymore, but I just kept seeing it on the horizon. I kept having deals in my fingers and then they'd slip through the cracks. So I just, I kept getting inspired to keep doing it and keep making it happen and, uh, really align myself with other people who were already successfully doing it. 
So it was it was uh, really cool to be able to have that happen and um, you know fight through that to to finally get some success. And how were you able to actually find the first few clients when you were trying to um, figure out things, how to how how to set up process and everything? How did that client came to you? Um, so I I tried out a ton of different methods. Um, Everything from going to networking events to sending out cold emails, um, you know, doing the whole business card swap thing, uh, BNI, all that, and and nothing really stuck. But I was able to, um, like, even prior to that, I had been active in a handful of Facebook groups for businesses um, because I I loved learning, I loved soaking things up and contributing where I could and sharing ideas. Um, so I started to build a network in some of those groups. So, uh, you know, a few people knew who I was, what I was up to, what my goals were. Um, so at one point I was able to get connected with somebody who was curious about apps and, and the next steps in, in creating an app. Um, so that's how I started that conversation off and, and got that one rolling. That's awesome, man. And I actually, uh, a few years ago, I started doing web design on my own too. And the very first client came through one of those networking events, but mm -hmm. it's not, you know, it's not consistent. Like you, you got to spend yeah. a lot of time, talk to a bunch of people, but it's every once in a while you get a sale is not reliable at all. So yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely, you know, it's, it's challenging to get that first one. For sure. Yeah. The first one's always the hardest. Um, and it's, it's the best feeling, you know, even if it was a $7 ebook, I probably would have been oh. just as excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely agree because I even remember like the first website I sold, I think it was like $400. Yeah. And, but it, it felt like it was a million. Like yeah. the feeling was amazing. <laughs> so that's so cool, man. And you know, you're, you're talking about, it took you almost three months to find that first client. Um, but during those first six months of, of starting your business, trying to figure out things, what was going on in your mind? What was those feelings like? Um, so much ambition. And, and this was when I was really like a, a hustle robot, you know, um, <laughs> where I was putting in so much time running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I didn't know what I was doing. I just was trying to do things that I thought were productive when they really weren't, you know, all the things like trying to tweak a logo on business cards and trying to figure out, a, uh, you know, a CRM before I had any customers to manage, you know, like all those, all those kind of real rookie mistakes where they're focusing on all the wrong things and putting so much time in and wondering why they, they're not having any traction in spite of all that time they're putting in. So that was my whole period of really, really going through the rookie online business owner phase. Um, and, and really hitting a lot of those big mistakes and roadblocks and, and mindset things and just business model things in general. And, um, I, I really kind of was able to level up by aligning myself with more people who were successfully doing what I wanted to do. And, and that changed everything, um, because they can put you in check real quick. And, you know, if they're a friend of yours and you trust their opinion, you can say like, Hey, I'm, I'm working on this. What do you think? And they'll be like, Hey, that's stupid. You shouldn't do that. They're like, all right, I won't do that. <laughs> so you got, you got to have those mentors that you, that you respect and, and have actually been or are where you want to be. Um, because their wisdom is so timeless and it's, it's awesome to be able to speed up a learning curve with having friends and colleagues that are a few steps ahead. 
So you definitely see the, the, you saw the benefit of having mentors and people around you during those six months that were tough for you. Um, did you actually you know, see the, the, the benefit out of it? Oh, absolutely. Um, so a, a couple months right after that, that first big app sale came in, um, I, I hit this terrible dry streak. I didn't get a single sale whole month of uh, March 2016. I had over a dozen consultation calls with people, but my energy and my confidence and my message was so off and low that it just repelled everyone because they all knew that I was starving for business. They could tell in my voice, they could tell in my pitch, they could tell I, I, I didn't have the confidence that I needed. So like who would want to hire a guy like that, you know, who was just obviously trying to just get a sale in. Um, so that at that point I knew I really had to fix something or quit. And I felt like quitting so many, I felt like quitting every single day that month. Um, and, and like I started looking at jobs, I started thinking, okay, I got this one sale in, but now nothing's clicking. You know, I'm, I'm feeling worthless. Uh, I don't think I can do this. And when, when that gets stuck in your head, it's like poison, you know? So I, I had to get out of that funk. And that's when um, I had a call with another buddy of mine, uh, Mr. Jeff Paulette, if he's listening. And he had been doing some agency stuff for a couple of years prior. Um, had a successful business doing what I was trying to do. And um, he just pretty much just broke down a bunch of stuff that was not only business model, but mindset and, and help, help me find some confidence, help me find some strategies to start generating clients um, and really help change everything up. So the next five calls I had after that, I got deals. So it's crazy when somebody can just sit down with you and just pick apart your issues and help you fix them or guide you to a solution, you know? And, and so that was really powerful. Like, um, so definitely kudos, kudos to Jeff, one of my, one of my earlier mentors. And I've had a million mentors along the way, man. Um, cause every, every stage of growth, every stage of business, every different problem that I've faced in, in the two years I've been running my online business requires a different mentor or a different training or a different mindset, a uh, different process. So, um, it's been really amazing to grow my network with my podcast, with my community, with um, being a part of so many other communities online that pretty much anything I have a problem with, I can reach out to somebody in my network and be like, Hey, I'm working on this. I'm, you know, I'm hitting a roadblock. Uh, what you got, you know, you got a product, you got a service. How can we, how can we get over this? And um, it's, it's just hugely powerful to have those types of people in your circle and, and be able to get help from anybody in any, any industry, you know, Right. And, and that's one of the topics that comes um, very often on our podcast here at The Hustle Show, where we talk about how you don't need to reinvent the wheel if somebody else had already done it. You know, yeah. <laughs> try, to, try to learn from somebody that went through the, through the hustle and through the, through the experience and try to absorb as much as you can. And it sounds to me like that's exactly what you were doing. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and I know this is, uh, this is The Hustle Show all for hustle, but all about smart hustle. So right, right. Um, definitely, definitely excited to talk about that too. Cause I think that is one thing that's completely changed how I operate my business this year. As I was able to scale, hire, systemize, get more automation. Um, I can hustle while I'm asleep and still make money and get stuff done, you know? So, um, hustle hard, work like crazy, work smart. 
and, and create things that are going to help you um, get results while you're not even paying attention. And, and that is a big game changer for me, along with um, earlier this year, I added a more filled out value ladder of services and products for my agency. So in 2016, I was mostly doing done for you stuff, um, email marketing, sales funnels, Facebook ads. And the, the first chunk of 2016 was more of me selling other people's services on a commission. And then I skilled up and, and learned it myself. But um, this year has been a whole mix of different things. Um, earlier on was when I started the digital nomad lifestyle. I got a one-way ticket to Medellin, Colombia. I had a lot of focus and dedication and drive. Um, and I was able to add four different things to my value ladder where we had done for you services, we had consulting, um, we had affiliate marketing, and I started selling my own info product. Um, so having the mix of all of those and, and figuring out how to dial each of them in and then figure out, you know, how can I put the most attention on the one that's going to get me the most return with the least effort and create systems and processes around that, um, that changed the game for me for sure. Cause now like all of those things are running simultaneously. Um, you know, there's a very select few, uh, done for you things I still do. Um, a big focus on, on the groups course and uh, a bit of affiliate marketing. I love affiliate marketing, especially because you don't have to fulfill the product. Um, a lot of times it can be recurring. So, um, like for example, I have about a thousand bucks a month coming from ClickFunnels every month. And that's just based off somebody who signed up through me could have been, you know, three months ago, um, five months ago, something like that. So it's, it's, really cool to be able to have that as kind of a baseline. And I definitely encourage people who are interested in affiliate marketing, um, check out the ClickFunnels program. It's, it's pretty awesome. That's awesome, man. That's a quite an interesting story. And, you know, I've, I've tried affiliate marketing as well and I've tried different things, but that's always the trick. Like how do you scale? So, mm -hmm. you know, glad you brought that up is what do you think, what do you think help you to scale those things up so that, um, you know, they kept running even though you're not even touching mm -hmm probably what would be your secret there? What do you recommend? Yeah, I think my, my real secret there was understanding the the tipping points for each of them. So, um, that is where I changed up my focus in between the different things, because at the end of the day, you want to work on the thing that's going to bring the most value to other people, which is in turn going to give you the most income and revenue. So as you can kind of figure out what that tipping point is for each piece, Like, um, I think it was May was the first month where we had more passive income through my course and affiliates than we had from the done for you and the consulting. So that was a really big tipping point because consulting and done for you is obviously the most time consuming. So, um, understanding how you can kind of transition from those things that need your focus into things that are more scalable and that you can serve more people at once. Um, is, is really important because once we kind of hit that tipping point, I was able to dedicate a lot more energy into scaling the affiliate and scaling the, the course. Um, but before that, it was like, it was hard for me to turn down, you know, a $3,000 marketing project. Um, now, with the time that it would take to do a $3,000 marketing project, I can probably figure out how to make, you know, six, 10,000 through course. Um, that same amount of effort and kind of strategic thinking and time that would have to go into that project can be put into my project uh, instead of a client. 
So it's all about understanding what that tipping point is um, and how you can use that um, and, and really change your priorities based on that. Because before that, that month where it, you know, outweighed it, heck yeah, I'm taking $3,000 marketing projects, you know, that's awesome. Um, but it's, it's all about getting yourself up to that next level where you can turn those down and, and not feel like a complete idiot. <laughs> right, right. That's, that's, that's quite an interesting thing to say too, because, you know, sometimes the, the base value sounds too good and we don't want to skip it, but it ends up not being worth it because of all the time that you're going to spend working with the client and, and the revisions and then the client's not happy. So going back to that. So <laughs> it makes total sense that you were able to automate it and systemize everything so that you could scale up. And another, another quick note on that one too, is like, um, since, so my, my favorite service that my agency still does is, is the copywriting, uh, specifically things like, like emails. Um, I, I actually hired a junior copywriter. So on a project, what I do is, you know, um, still have my, my brand and my name attached to that I, uh, help out with the project, but I don't actually write all the copy. Um, the, the copywriter will do the research process. They will work with the client to get what they need, uh, write all this stuff. And then I work with them to tune it up to make it, you know, up to my standards of writing and kind of run through it with them. So that's how I'm able to have that part still be scalable without having to commit the full time that it would normally take to do a project like that. Um, so it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And, and learning how to hire and manage and delegate uh, has been a, a game changer for me. Right. Yeah, that's totally true. I mean, um, you know, here I have a, a green tea business and we actually have a physical store. And one of the hardest things is probably trying to manage, delegate and, and bring everybody to speed to where they can, you know, perform at the level that they need to perform so that everything mm -hmm. is smooth. So kudos to you for figuring that out. <laughs> yeah, always a work so, in progress. <laughs> yeah, that's good, man. So you, you talk a lot about, you know, figuring out the mindset, working on, on, on the way that you think and how you see things. But what would you say would be one of the worst entrepreneurial moments that you went through that you really felt like you were about to throw in the towel? Um. I would, I would say definitely that month where we had zero sales because at that point I didn't have enough traction to say, look at what I've done so far. You know, I had, I had that one big sale and a couple other small ones, but I hadn't been like, you know, a year into it with a, with a track record of like a lot of revenue, a lot of success. Um, I had just dipped my toes in. So like if, if you dip your toes in, it's all good, but then a shark comes up and bites your leg, it's gonna be hard to keep swimming, you know? Um, so, so I had to really jump back in and, and that took a lot of, um, confidence and a lot of strategy and a lot of guidance from other people. So that was a point where I really, really felt like, um, giving up, like I was looking for jobs. Um, it's super funny. So actually one of my, one of my buddies, he's a, um, recruiter for military veterans. And at that time, um, I, I hit him up. I say, Hey, you know, Tim, I'm, uh, I'm really struggling with this business right now, man. I was wondering, like, do you have some tips for me for, you know, looking for a job? Um, you know, maybe something online, maybe something flexible. Cause I just, I just, I was hurting. I was super broke. I wasn't getting any sales. Um, and he, he pretty much gave me the advice. He's like, Hey man, I, I see you're on the way up. I see you getting some results. Um, why don't you just stick to it? You know, you don't need my advice. You, you don't need to get a job. Just like 
put your head down and hustle, man. Keep, keep going. And, um, and I did. Um, and I, he actually helped, he actually hired me a few months ago to help out with something that he was up to that he needed marketing help on. So like, how crazy is that? You know, just, just a year and a half time span can, can so much can change. Um, and I, I've always had an optimism and I've always had, um, kind of that tenacity to, to keep going. And, and I think that's what really pulled me out of that and pulled me out of so many other things where I felt like just everything was going to shit. Everything was just terrible. Um, you know, everything's on fire, you know, just, just got to have that, uh, ability to solve those complex problems, uh, get help from people and, and deal with it. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's, that's, you know, quite a, quite a story because, um, that's crazy when you really put the dedication and, and the hustle, especially at the beginning, um, you know, it's, it, it gets tough. Like, it, you know, it's pretty tough to overcome some of the, of the bad experiences, some of the struggles, but when you're able to, you know, pass forward 12, 18, 24 months and you look back, it's like, I'm so glad I went through and I kept pushing because mm-hmm. now you're, 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 able, you're helping uh, people that were helping you back then. So that's pretty cool. Definitely. And like, I think I attribute a lot of that to my, my mindset of um, always asking how, um, you know, you ever hear people say like, oh, I can't afford that but then never ask, how could I afford that? So like, if you say I can't afford that, that's like a lazy way of thinking. You're like, oh, no, I can't afford that. You know, that's, that's a bad mindset to have. But if you say, how can I afford that? You know, how can I scale up my income or, or save or, you know, figure out a way to, to get that, to, um, you know, be resourceful and get whatever that thing is. If you ask how you can achieve something, then it starts to make your mind work in all these cool new ways. You know, like if, if I said, um, you know, uh, how can I make a million bucks in the next 12 months? And I had to write down a plan on how I could possibly make a million bucks in the next 12 months. Then it starts to, you know, get my mind thinking in the direction of what it would actually take to, to make that happen, break down some math, break down some ideas, some plans. So any kind of big crazy goal anyone's facing, just ask the how, you know, go, go way overboard with your big goals. And, and, you know, just like Grant Cardone says, even if you don't hit that million bucks, if you land at 500,000, you're probably still going to be pretty happy, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's very true. Uh, you know, they say shoot for the stars and maybe you'll land in the moon. Um, you know, it's totally true. I mean, if, and, and, but that's, that's, that's when the problem kicks in. Like if, if you're shooting too low and then you even miss it, like you're, mm-hmm. you're not gonna, you know, you're going to shooting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you've come a long way and, and you've, you've seen and done a lot of things in your journey. And, but I want to hear you from your experience and now that you're able to, you know, manage all these systems and, and teams and everything in place. What do you think is your secret to your success? What is that one thing that got you to where you are right now? Um, value first. So this is what has helped me build my community up to, you know, about 30,000 people. Um, my network full of really, really amazing entrepreneurs, uh, across the globe that have welcomed me to their home when I visited them for the very first time, um, that have, you know, sent me referrals, sent me presents to my house and thank you cards for things is always that mentality of value first. And, and really, really adding some humanity into what I do. 
Um, that's cause, cause that's how you really stand out on, on social media and in business and with your personal brand is you just gotta be a human. You gotta show up and you gotta have conversations with people. Um, traffic is people, you know, that's, that's one big thing I tell people. Cause like they'll ask for my help on sales funnels and like, Oh, where do I get traffic? It's like, okay, you gotta think about what, what kind of people are actually going to be doing this. What's going to make these people really want to get your offer, you know, think about the psychology of it all. So I think my biggest secret to success is really try and humanize yourself in business and, and people respect that, um, a lot and it makes it a whole lot easier to connect with other people and have them connect with you. Right. Yeah, that's totally true. I mean, I've, I've heard it so many times, uh, you know, from the marketing gurus out there with their courses and everything is, And, and they talk about the traffic and the numbers and it's like, wait a mm -hmm. second, you know, traffic is real people that is browsing yeah. <laughs> and looking for a product. So, but it is, you know, it is kind of the, the I think the turn has, has gone a little wrong when it comes to marketing wise, but you hit mm -hmm. it really, really well with, you know, uh, the traffic is humans looking for, to connect with other people to solve a problem and to solve something. And that's, yeah. that's when you come in. Yeah, and I think that's that's what I love so much about the work I do with Facebook groups for you know myself, my students, and clients is helping them really build communities of people online. You know, it's not just a member count, it's not a follower count. There's a real people who want to show up and and find value in a community. So there's so much that goes into running a community on Facebook, and um, the bottom line, it's about helping your members. And if you can show up and do that in your group and really get to know them and build connections with them and, you know, learn about them and, and figure out how you can help them. Um, there's no way you're not going to grow your business at the same time. Like value first, always, um, having a, having a group is kind of like throwing an event. Like if you showed up at an event and it was just like a big pitch fest or if nobody was there or, uh, you know, everybody had an attitude, um, you wouldn't stay there for long, right? You get that, you'd get out of there. Um, so, so creating a group, you just have to create like a really awesome environment where people are welcome. Um, people feel like, oh, I can benefit a lot by being in this room. Uh, there's some amazing people here. There's amazing things going on. Um, there's present leadership. So it's, it's really cool to be able to see how people build communities, um, out of thin air and, and use what I teach to do that and grow them without paying for ads and get tons of engagement and, and get clients and sales as a result of that whole mentality value first and showing up as a human. That's awesome, man. That's really, really useful tips when it comes to building a community because I've tried it in the past and it's not that I was pitching or anything, but I, it was mm -hmm. a total flop because I had no idea. Yeah. What I was doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Like I, I had four failed groups before I had the one I have now. Like, I didn't just come out knowing what to do. <laughs> uh, those first four total, total flops. I was selfish. I didn't understand engagement. Um, I didn't understand community. And even the fifth one, it took me six months to go from zero to a thousand members. And then I kind of realized I was onto something. I was like, all right, we got a thousand people in here. Um, now what, you know? So that's when I really started my, my period of researching successful groups seeing how how they ran things what kind of stuff they they put out how they were tying that in with their business how they were supporting their members so i took a lot of different elements from a lot of different groups um who were doing it well and 
one of the most stupid, simple things that I learned um, was I got this from a guy named uh, Dan Meredith. He runs a coffee with Dan group. He did like an AMA one day. I, th- I think he, he had like 5,000 members or something at the time. I had like, you know, just, just a thousand. And um, I said, Hey, you know, I, I want to make a really awesome Facebook group. Um, what can I do to stand out? And he said, show up every day and put more valuable content in your group for free than most people charge for. I was like, all right, I can do that. <laughs> you know, simple enough, right? So over the eight months following that period after I hit a thousand members and really started taking it seriously, um, one month after that, we were at about 2000 and we got covered on fast company as one of the top, uh, groups for entrepreneurs that brought in a thousand people in one day and another thousand over the next week. Um, and the, the snowball just blew up from there because I had already understood how to get consistent engagement, add value and build a community. Um, Facebook recognizes that. So as you get more growth and more people engaged in your group, they promote your group out more organically because they see it's a group that's well taken care of that people are, are actively enjoying that has quality content. So it's this awesome snowball effect that happens when you get group group growth, um, you get engagement. When you get more engagement, you get more group growth. So because I was able to keep up both of those so consistently and have a lot of backlinks into my group from things like uh, my Facebook profile, my social channels, uh, media appearances, and have everything kind of flow back in there and then get a bunch of people engaged and then Facebook shares me out some more. Like if you type entrepreneur in into Facebook um, in in the groups area, like I'll be top five in there for sure. Millennial entrepreneur community, I'd love to see you guys in there. Um, and and it's it's crazy because the the more engagement you get, the more everything blows up. Um, so I, I love teaching people how to do that and and get the engagement, get the growth, uh, and then actually figure out how to turn that into you know, results for my business, which is, which is the fun part. Um, so that, that was kind of what happened as well. When, like I was saying earlier, when in, in January, I added those other pieces to my business, the, the full value ladder of the, you know, services, consulting, uh, info product and, and affiliate, all of those are directly impacted by having a bigger audience, um, and having an engaged audience that, that trusts me and like my stuff. So it's, it's a huge, huge, huge tool if you can figure out how to use a group for your business. It just makes everything easier. Yeah, and everybody that is listening, I mean, I really invite you to go look for it, uh, the Millennial Entrepreneur Community. I've been a part of it for a few months already, and, and I just it, it's crazy to see that engagement. And, and it's crazy mm-hmm. for me being an entrepreneur and knowing how hard um, you know, I manage to um, manage my time to be on Facebook trying to stay active. <laughs> But every time I go, it's like you posted something, you reply to a comment. Like, <laughs> it looks like you live there. And that was one of my questions that I, when I saw that, is like, how is he doing that? Because I can barely yeah. post twice a day and that's enough for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I think it has to be kind of a, a, an understanding of the dedication to it. Because before I hit that thousand member mark, I was kind of like, I wasn't posting every day. I didn't have an engaged community. Um, I, I wasn't getting results from it. So it's a lot harder to commit yourself to doing something that isn't giving you immediate results. And I think that's one thing that, um, you know, our generation struggles with is wanting to get that, that immediate result, that instant gratification, even if it's a like or a comment, but when you have a small group, it's harder to get that, you know? 
Um, but the thing is, when you're consistent with that, even early on, it gives you the foundation to have that good habit as you scale up a group. And that gives you really engaged members, even if you have a small group. Like one of my students right now, he has a group of like under 100 people, but they're super engaged and he's getting clients out of the group. Um, you know, you don't need a big giant group to, to grow your business. You need to have quality members and you need to get them engaged. So he's starting off from day one with what I teach about groups and getting results already. Like my group sucked when I had a hundred members. <laughs> I wish I knew what I knew now back then. Um, but it's, it's just so cool to see people who are, who are taking that and really building up these communities, being consistent, um, focusing on helping people out, having that value first mentality and having it come back in big ways. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I, you know, I want to invite everybody just go look for the millennial entrepreneur mm -hmm. and I want to, I want to hear, you know, because you're talking about some rewarding feeling and, and you know, what's driving you right now, but I want to see what it's, what keeps you going and what, what you know, what is getting you up in bed in the, every morning? What does that vision look like for you that is inspiring and motivating you to keep going? Yeah. Great question. Um, I think I'm, I'm really motivated by the impact. Um, that is so much more rewarding to me than, you know, a payment notification is like getting an awesome message from somebody saying that I was able to help them out. Um, like just the other day, uh, somebody said that one of their, one of the live streams I did help them double the size of a deal they had because they got more confidence about and, and got a better mindset about money because of the, the video I put out and, and just like seeing little things like that of things that's just like me going on and talking to people for 20 minutes. And I'm just saying, Hey, here's my ideas. You know, here's why I think you, they can help you. And then people actually taking those and taking action on them is, is awesome. And like being able to see somebody, um, you know, like, uh, so one of my buddies, Mitchell, I was just hanging out with him in Barcelona actually for his event. Um, Nomad accelerator. He wanted to start a group, to, you know, grow his brand and, and, um, you know, get some more people to the event and that kind of thing. And he started a group like super fast. He got, uh, I think he's up to like 4,500 members now in like 75 days. And, and he's just like so hyped to have this community just materialize in, in less than three months. And, uh, it's become one of my favorite groups to hang out in. You know, I'm a digital nomad. It's called digital nomad accelerators. So, uh, It's, it's really cool to see stuff just pop up out of thin air and know that I was able to, you know, contribute to some of that. That's awesome, man. Kudos to you. So I want to I change gears a little bit from your story to what I like to call the hustle round, mm -hmm. where we play this little word game. Um, I'm going to throw a word at you. Whatever comes to mind first, that's the word that you're going to say out loud. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's a little tough to come up with just one single word because mm -hmm. most, of, most entrepreneurs of us, you know, we are talkers and we want to explain everything. <laughs> But, you know, let's, let's try your best to stick to one word and, and, and we'll be good. Okay. Sounds like All a plan. Right, let's, let's do it. All right. Here we go. Hustle. Gary V. Work. Uh, daily. <laughs> Employee. Uh, investment. Boss. Me. Rules. Flexible. <laughs> College. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> Fears. Uh, irrelevant. Weakness. Um present strengths also present <laughs> motivation uh consistent and last but not least books 
Uh, necessary. <laughs> awesome, man. <laughs> cool deal. All right. So um, I just want to share with everybody that is listening to us right now, if you have any hustling quote or motivational words that you can talk to, you know, you can share with them because maybe they're on the fence on trying to quit their job to go build their, their side hustle into a full-time thing, or maybe they already started a business, but they're not at the point where they want to be. What would you say to them to inspire them and to push them to keep hustling? All right. You guys got two options. Um, what you can do right now is you can quit and be wherever you are or wherever you were at. Um, so take, take a sticky note, put that on the wall, say quit and stay wherever you are, wherever you're at. Um, or you can imagine what your life is going to be like one year from today. If every single big crazy goal you have came true, um, put that on the wall too, but add some pictures too. You know, I'm not, I'm not too big into the, to the woo -woo visualization stuff, but I do have a vision board and it's crazy how much of that stuff came true this year. Um, like with all, all, all the traveling and audience number stuff and revenue goals and like impact the speaking and all that. Um, I, I didn't have that before this year. Like I was struggling super hard last year. Um, but I always had that confidence and I always saw those things and, and knew I was capable of them. So I want you guys to do that too. Always know that you have two choices and, and you can sit down and quit, go back to what you're doing, go back to your, your normal, or you can strive for awesomeness and do something great and work toward it. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I do that thing too with the with the board and everything, and and you know just looking at it, it helps and reminds me of, mm -hmm. of keep going and keep 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 pushing. So thanks so much for sharing that. That was amazing, man. For and sure. um, is, is is there is there any way that people can connect with you? Maybe they're looking for advice, or maybe they look for building a huge community like yours. How can they find mm -hmm. more about you, and how can they connect with where you're up to right now? Yeah, for sure. Uh, best spot to, to come hang out in is over in the group, uh, Millennial Entrepreneur Community. You can search it up on Facebook. Uh, you can also find it at bit.ly slash Arnie group. That's A-R-N-E group. Love to see you guys in there. Um, I do have a, a goodie for you hiding in the group too. So you got to join the group to get it. Um, it is my group growth cheat sheet. Uh, it's a freebie. And I think, I think you said you grabbed that yesterday, right? Yeah, that's correct. It's, it's pretty amazing. The stuff that is on that cheat sheet and, and it comes back to the stuff that we were talking about. I can't believe that's free mm -hmm. because yeah. <laughs> it's very valuable. Very valuable. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's my final tip then. Give out stuff that's so awesome. People think you should be charging for it and, and they'll always come back from work. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Uh, you know, I just want to take a second and, and really appreciate you being here and, and taking the time to um, you know, talk to us, share your story, share your journey with everybody. You've come a long way. You've done amazing things. But I also know that you will continue to grow and you will continue to explode. So I'm very proud of everything that you're doing. And I wish you nothing but success. And again, I'm really grateful to have you here. For sure, man. Yeah, I really appreciate the invite. Hope it helps. And uh, I'd love to hear from you guys. If something stood out in this episode, um, drop a comment and, uh, and, and fill us in. Let us know. Uh, like I said, I always love seeing the impact and I love the work you're doing with the show, man. So keep it up. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the Hustle Show audio experience. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And even if you didn't, make sure you subscribe to the podcast right now. It's still free. Visit thehustleshow.co for all the show notes and to watch the video experience of this episode. We'll see you soon.